Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to it. It's a Monday edition of Sports Day. Jason Matthews here. The Rat and the Sats have got the night off. Jeez, I'm good to them. They've got the night off. It's been such a big weekend in sport for them with the cricket and everything on. They've just needed a, a, a lay down. It's been a weekend of fairy tales. Has it? No, I don't think it has. Oh, I mean, the West Indies nearly got the job done over uh, Australia uh, in the cricket. Yes, they bowled well, but let themselves down with the bat. Australia wrapped up the ODI series 2-0. There is a third game uh, tomorrow in Canberra. A little bit of wet weather around. Hopefully we do get through that third game. Hello to our partners, Kia and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. Welcome to a Monday night edition of Sports Day. Olympic discus thrower and Aussie and great bloke. He's a gentle giant, this bloke. Matthew Denny had a chat with Sats and I. He'll join us uh, on the show. Our safe segment from Suncorp. And Chris Nelson will wrap up a big weekend in racing around Queensland and preview what is happening uh, this week as well. So look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service. Let's get our weekend review happening here. As I said, the Aussies take a 2 nil lead over the West Indies in the one-day series. Uh, how about Sean Abbott? Coming to the rescue yesterday with the bat. Uh, made 69 runs and took three wickets. Now... Apparently, fans aren't happy with the prices of the tickets. It's been ridiculous this year. The crowds are down. Right, but they haven't adjusted the prices so more people will go. And again, I mean, that's, that's Cricket Australia's prerogative. They can do whatever they like. It's like the last day of the, well, the, the fourth day of the test at the Gabba. Like, everyone thought Australia was just going to walk that in. Why not just throw the gates open to a, you know, like a gold coin donation or five bucks? But yeah. Anyway, well done, Sean Abbott. Massive. Massive performance from him. Xavier Bartlett, four wickets on debut at the MCG on Friday, but left out of the second ODI because he's had injuries throughout his career. Now, he only bowled one game, and he didn't bowl his full allotted 10 overs, by the way. He only bowled nine overs and then was rested for the second ODI. Now, he's only been playing Big Bash for the Heat and did very well. He won the Golden Arm Award where he took the most amount of wickets in the Big Bash this year, but he's only bowling four-over spells. That's if he got through his four-overs. 
Why, why can't bowlers or sports people back up and play two days in a row? We've got an ageing pace attack in the test team that played every single test match this year back-to-back. So why couldn't Xavier Bartlett, with a day's rest in between, Saturday off, why couldn't he play on Sunday? And we know why. Oh, sports science, you know, you put all of the stuff into the computer and the computer says, no, rest him. But it's a joke. It's an absolute... This bloke's a young, fit goal coaster. He can play two ODIs back to back. Anyway, then he spends half his time fielding because Matty Short did a hammy. He's out, by the way, uh, of the third one-day squad tomorrow. He's just got a small tear or small strain in his hamstring, Matty Short, um, and he's being replaced by Ben McDermott, Queenslander Ben McDermott, son of Craig, coming into the side. One other thing I want to throw at you, 0457 736 736 on this. Why is Steve Smith the captain of the ODI team? Does Steve Smith need to be playing one-day cricket? I'd give the job to Inglis or I'd give it to Matty Short. Surely we can have, or maybe even, he wouldn't give it to Labashane, he'd bowl both ends. But you know what I mean? Why is Smith at his age playing one-day cricket? I know he loves it, but surely. Anyway, and what about Lewis Hamilton's move to Ferrari? Wasn't that big big news over the weekend on Friday? It's worth $153 per season, Australian. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is too. Come on, that's ridiculous. That'll happen uh, next year. So this season he'll stay where he is at Mercedes and then he'll go to Ferrari in 2025. That's been a big weekend. There's over 1,200 stores Australia-wide. Visit newsunrise.com.au. Matthew Danny joins us next. Then a couple of massive throws, but they were fouls. And that one, has he landed it? Well, it's gone a long way. I was looking for it. I found it. National record, nonetheless. I was just about to say it's a personal best. What a time to produce a lifetime best. The furthest ever by any Australian athlete. Wow, Matthew Denny. Oh, yes. Matthew Denny doing his best. I've got so many questions. For World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Matty Denny, how are you? Yeah. (laughs) Good, fellas. Thanks for... Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was, um, to be honest, listening that through the phone, you'd sound like it's a T-Rex going off or something. But, um, no, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was a pretty, like, big reaction for me because I knew I was in good form and I'd fouled a few throws and we were just kind of going at it, trying to find the throw. And um, you can hear in that audio clip where I said, like, you know, I was looking for it and I found it. And, like, that was the throw I was looking for. And, um, yeah, just emotion poured out of me. So, I guess. Mate, it was awesome. You know, that's how, yeah, it's good fun, though. So. Was, my throat was sore definitely was after. So, but that audio, just so we clear it up for all our listeners, that was the Australian discus record five months ago at the World Athletics Championships in Budapest to throw of sixty-eight point two five meters. Mm. That, that's huge. Like, w- take us back to the beginning. What got you? Like, when you think of athletics, you don't think of the sexy discus program, do you? Like, what made you get into discus? No, I thought the sex appeal for discus was pretty high, but apparently, apparently not. So, <laughs> Now, mate, when I, you know, when I started out, like I was a pretty, um, I was a pretty athletic kid in general. Like all my brothers, um, they all played footy and league, and you know, one of them was um, fortunate enough to play NRL for a bit. And 
that was kind of like my route. That was where I was thinking about going. Like they were kind of, you know, when I talk about who I looked up to, it was my brothers and my parents and my family and stuff. And yeah, and then it kind of shifted from there where I I started doing discus and throw like shot and hammer and like throws and stuff. And I got last in the state in grade six and seven. And like, I liked it, but I was obviously not that red hot at it. And then I decided to get a coach after getting last in the state twice. And uh, yeah, I just, once I figured out like what, what it's about, what you do, how to be good at it, I, you know, I just fell in love with it and I fell in love with individual sports and, you know, it wasn't like I saw an Olympics and I go, oh, you know, you know, all those stories where people see an Olympics and that's where they want to go. It was yeah. more, I just wanted to be the best at this and it turned out to be an Olympic champion. That's the best thing you can do. So, um, yeah, I just, I really fell in love with the sport, to be honest. Matty, I know when you're going through the junior ranks, it's obviously the discus are a completely different weight. I think, well, they're about one and a half, two kilos, aren't they, in the juniors? So, so what are the weight differences? Yeah, so, so it progresses how, how heavy up, yeah. is it when you when you go into the Olympics, for example, or the World Champs? How heavy is the discus itself? So for for open men and open women, so men's is uh, two kilos, and then the women's is one kilo. Um, and then so like when you're progressing, like if you're in school, like it can be five hundred grams for like um, up to I think it's like grade five, and then seven seven hundred fifty grams uh, for both boys and girls, and it goes to one kilo in under fifteen, and that's where women stop. And then men go from like a one to a one and a half for under 18s. And then under 20s is 1.75 and then a two kilo. Because the jump from a one kilo to a two kilo is, is a bit of a, it's a bit ridiculous. It's like trying to go from like D grade football to A grade in, in one year. Really? Um, under grams. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't seem like much, but it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. Once you start moving, like how much it can affect your movement and how much you know strength and power and um, athleticism really comes into play you get found out really quick if you're not pretty strong so yeah that it's 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 a good progression but um yeah i do wish i could throw the one kilo still because they were good memories now you came close to a medal in, in tokyo of course and then the gold in the diamond league which is only last year now the diamond league to the listeners they're the that's the elite the best of the best are in, it's an invitational they've got a gold there and you're tracking towards Paris now. Are you are you on on? Uh, you're chartering the the right way. Are you, are you are you hitting all the right marks at the moment? Yeah, like we've had a really good off season, and obviously, yeah, like fourth fourth at Tokyo was pretty brutal when you're only five centimeters off the medals, and um, and then did it again at, at Budapest this year. Ah, sorry, last year at the World Champs, fourth again, um, and I mean that fourth was the farthest fourth place throw ever. So. Um, pretty good company at the moment in men's discus. Like it's it's one of the I would say probably the best um, era of men's disc. So it's you know it's nice to be in the mix there. And um, I finished the year off well, getting I actually rebroke my Australian record. So I went 68 48 um, at the Diamond League final there. So beat the current world champion, current Olympic champion, and you know showed that I'm in the mix. So it's yeah, it's it's going to be a really competitive year this year and and everyone's obviously eyeing off Paris and that's the you know the one in a million shot um that everyone's focusing on so I think we're like we're in we're in great form and you know we're opening up the season in Adelaide next week and we've had a great off season and progressed well so you know the plan's just to keep progressing and and find those bigger distances and you know set set myself up to be in 70 plus meter form by the time um you know the Olympics come round if not earlier so uh, yeah, it's 
it's competitive, but I like it. I, I like to be able to, you know, grind it out and, and fight for medals with these boys because it's a, it's a fun place to do it. I've met Matthew. He's a fair income, decent bloke, good bloke. But he's also a big unit, six mm. foot five, 118 to 120 kilos. A bit like me, my weight fluctuates as well. <laughs> now, I want to I compare our athletic meal plans, mate. What do you, what do you eat each day? Oh, it varies. I'm actually on a little bit of a um, a drop plan at the moment, just trying to uh, shed a couple of Christmas kilos. <laughs> uh, but mate, it's not it's not too complex. Like it's just, you know, a lot of people think that it has to be you know over the top if you're like a massive guy. Like some guys, some people uh, like guys and girls find it hard to manage weight. Like I'm I'm pretty good with it, um, especially like with muscle mass and whatnot. But you know, I work work with a nutritionist, and it's it's pretty basic stuff. Like just making sure you're getting a balance between all your all your honest needs and you're catering that towards your training and stuff. Um, How and many Chico it's, it's rolls would you meals. do in one, one sitting? Chico would... rolls, mate. I'm not a Chico roll guy. Oh, going, thank you. I would say I would say my biggest in, in the Pizza. past, my biggest, like, no, three large uh, kebabs in a row. That what that that's bloody that's, that's my that's my probably one of my top ones what? or like a one point five kilo. Steak. Hey, have that's you ever have you ever have you ever had a bogan cigar? That's that's the food choice uh, preferred food choice. Of what is a stuff. bogan cigar? What is a Maddie? Sit down, sit down. It's Please a, tell me what a bogan it's cigar a, is. It's a plain long bread roll, fresh white bread roll. Yep. Yeah. You chuck. Yeah. Some people put butter on it. I don't choose to because I'm healthy. You then put a sausage roll in it. And then just lay it with tomato sauce. That, my friend, is a bogan cigar. God, that sounds like all cholesterol. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd swap yeah. out the tomato with barbecue. Yeah, it, you're a man that's close to my heart. You are. Yeah, right, that's yeah. okay. As long as that's, as long as you're not having like a a feta roll or <laughs> you know tofu, a tofu or no, something like no, that. A classic <laughs> sausage roll, like a good. Good yes. gourmet sausage roll with some barbecue sauce yep. goes pretty far in my book. All right, now but just when whack- we're when we're prepping for Olympics, they stay on the uh, yeah, on the outer card. Uh, I will say. Now, yes. Maddie, while still on the subject of food, the food hall at the Olympics. Now, I've oh. heard stories around not only food itself, but you run into some pretty famous athletes from other sports, from other countries. Is there? Did you come across anyone from any other countries or sports that you sort of went, "Wow, I can't believe he's, he's in the same room as I am." Actually, I'm glad you brought before we before we jump on um, name drops. Uh, one of the other ones that I did when we did 2016 Olympics. This was when um, they had maccas in the village yeah. still. Like, so we always used to do like, and it was like free maccas and stuff. So I had finished competing and a few few others, and I'm like, all right, let's do some food challenges. So I did a hundred nuggets. What? Um, yeah, that was brutal. What? Um, so yeah, so I got the hundred nuggets done, but then the Probably the the name drop was probably I would say Bolt. Like I remember before he ran his um, his final at Rio, so the Jamaican tent and the Australian tent was next to each other, and anyway, and they're calling out for the final. And you know, the thing with when you go to Olympics, like you have your call room times, and they're very strict. Like once you miss the call room time, like you're out. Like it doesn't matter. Um, they're very strict with it, and I remember getting that drilled into me all day long. You've got to be on time or early. And they called out Usain's name probably like five times before <laughs> they're like, you know, you know, it's shutting, like Usain, please come to the call room. And here he comes just slowly walking. Like for the fastest man in the world, I've never seen a person <laughs> slower to, uh, to a deadline. 
and he just strolled in there and then he goes and runs oh like sub like easy sub tens and wins and yeah it was you know just seeing that kind of stuff like it wasn't i've never been like a person who's been overawed by like celebrities or um like pro athletes but like i would say that you know watching watching those kind of guys warm up and like the you know, they're the best athletes in the world are the fastest, most explosive and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty shocking to the brain to watch someone move that quick mm. off like such a standing start and stuff. So yeah, I, um, you know, for the fast man in the world, he uh, definitely doesn't have a good walking speed. <laughs> now we're here for world gym Australia, of course, improving lives through fitness with your training, Maddie. I know obviously it's, um, it's tiered depending on how far you are, are, are out from a big event, but What's basically what's the makeup of most of your sessions? Is it there wouldn't be a lot of conditioning? I wouldn't be thinking. Is is it mainly all power and strength? Um, uh, it it kind of varies. You know, as I've got older, my training age has progressed. Like it's it's changed, and the structure of my training's changed as well when going to a new coach. So the current training uh, schedule I have is four days a week, but each each day is a double day. So like I'll do a, a so Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll do a throw in the morning and like some activation work, throw, 20-minute break, and then I'll go and lift. Um, and then I'll be done by about 12 o'clock. So it's from 8 till 12 that most of my mornings are locked off for training. Do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, but then like when it comes to content of that gym, uh, like of that work, it's obviously technical and you vary weights um, depending like you might go underweight for more speed focus overweight for more strength focus and then gym it's it is it's complementary but it's also basic exercises because like if you want to get nerdy about it like sometimes if you overdo the specific aspect of what you're training for it can become um, you don't have a react like a training reaction to it you don't have an adaptation to it and it becomes normal so you try and keep your basic building blocks, like, you know, your squats, your bench, your um, deadlifts, and then your Olympic lifts, which are a big part um, of our training, as well as, like, ballistic and jumps and med ball work. And the thing with throws is you you have to be really good in a lot of different worlds to tie all of that together. So Quickly, just any one piece of a little bit of advice that you would give any young kids coming through right now, what would you say to them? Oh, I you know, I was thinking about the other day, like, someone asked me what I would like tell myself um, when I was going through. And I think um, persistence is, is probably the big one. Like it's very easy to get hooked on something. Like I'm king of it, like get hooked on something, enjoy it for a short period of time and then expect really big gains in a short period. Um, And then, you know, once that decays, like still expecting that. So I would say persistence in, in what you do and, and being able to stick things out. Like, well, you certainly got a PB in my eyes uh, with the three <laughs> three uh, big kebabs uh, in a row. So, well done. We've learned a lot about <laughs> you today, Matthew. Mm. And uh, I want to see a photo <laughs> of you tucking into a Bogan cigar, the official the official After food. a gold medal at Paris. Yeah, and yeah, 100 nuggets. After a gold medal, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Peak cholesterol post-medal. Yeah. Yeah, Who cares about wait. cholesterol when you win a gold medal? That's right. Jeez, oh, Matt Denny's had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. what happened? Oh, well. <laughs> Actually, if you do have a heart attack, does the gold medal then go to second place? <laughs> <laughs> Just jokes. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Maybe. Matthew, Denny. No, no, I'll try not to. Good luck in Adelaide, mate. Good luck with that. Thanks for joining us for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generations of legends. You certainly are one, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the chat.
Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Jace Matthews here tonight. It's time for an NRL update. Are we seeing a backflip from PVL? Rugby League. Like, one minute he's all over PNG, but now he seems to be talking a lot about the Bears in an exclusive interview um, with Phil Rothfield over the weekend. He had this to say about North Sydney. Everywhere I go, that's the question I get, when are you bringing back the Bears? I didn't even realise they had so many people. Tens of thousands. Uh, there is, there, no, there's we no, lost them to the game. Uh, there's no doubt about that because, as I said, everywhere I go, the most commonly asked question I get since I've been a rugby league administrator is when are you bringing back the Bears? Mm. Look, they've got to be in the equation there somewhere. They can't be a standalone team in Sydney because there's too many already. Yep. But they certainly can be part of a, a future team, um, you know, be it the Pacific, be it Perth, be it wherever, uh, there's an opportunity there for them. It makes sense that they'd be brought back in some fashion because they've got 200,000 members. They're certainly in the equation. Is he, you know that meme you see on Facebook all the time where Homer Simpson walks back into the bushes? Is that what PVL's doing around PNG at the moment? I, I just got this feeling he might be. And I'm not, yeah, I don't know. Or, or is the federal government pulling out of it a bit? Because to spend 20, 25 mil on a team is just ridiculous of public money. Are we now starting to see the emergence of the Perth Bears? Is this what's going to happen? Because listening to that, it sounds like to me that old mate has pivoted. Rugby league. I'd love to see the Bears back in the competition, but will they work if they're not in North Sydney? They won't be in Sydney. He's already said the Bears won't be back in Sydney. There's too many teams. And that, that, that's, that's a fair call. But is it the Ipswich Bears? Is it the Perth Bears? Or is it the PNG Bears? There's no way the PNG Bears would work. There's no way. You'd want, you'd want a name that would stick with the local community in PNG. I don't think it would be as concerning in Perth. This is why I'm now thinking he's walking back into the bushes and walking away from PNG and looking at Perth. I don't think he's going to look at the corridor of, of Brisbane. He should be because the AFL's taken over. That's where the next team should be. In, the cor in that western corridor of Brisbane, where the AFL will get rid of rugby league posts in schools and they'll have AFL posts. You watch. But very interesting. What are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Time for Suncorp Safe. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. What about this story that came out over the weekend? I love it. I love it. Because I reckon this makes it so even for everybody. Over the weekend, it was announced by billionaire Peter Thiel. He's going to fund the enhanced games to rival the Olympics. The games will allow athletes to use performance-enhancing drugs. What are your thoughts on this? I, you know what? 
I reckon it'll be the most even games on the planet. You know, you're not going to have. <clears throat> if you, I mean, if you think there's an Olympic goes by that no one cheats, then 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 you're living in Disneyland. But why not? Why not? It'll make you faster, stronger, whatever the the motto of the Olympics is. But who does it hurt? It doesn't hurt anyone unless you know. It could hurt the athlete taking these illicit, you know, you know, substances to make them stronger or faster or whatever it is. Could you imagine the 500 kilo clean and jerk? Wouldn't that be a great part of the Olympics? The 100 done in four seconds. The long jump. 20 meters. 30 meters. The high jump. Who knows how far they could jump? With the high jump, look, I'm only mucking around, but is this, does this kind of ask the question, are the Olympics safe? Can someone come along and create like a super league of the Olympics? And the Olympics, as we know it, are gone. You know, because they can't call it the Olympics. They can call it something else. They can call it the Games or, or whatever it is. But does this leave massive events like this open for takeover, is the future of the Olympics safe? 0457 736 736. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Nelson joins us next with a wrap on Queensland racing. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Look, I know I clip him when he doesn't do well, but I've got to admit he did well on the weekend. He he managed to tip us a scratching, a loss and a win. So all in all, pretty positive <laughs> day. Chances are you're about to lose, by the way. How are you, mate? I'm going well, Jase. So that's a 50% strike rate. If you didn't realise, I just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, listen, before we get into it, uh, but actually, it's probably a 66% return rate because the scratching, I got all my money back. So uh, the Golden Grace... Well, that's true. Uh, by the way, before we get into this, the Golden Grace Summer Carnival has arrived at Albion Park. Just wrap up the weekend for us, mate. How was it? Yeah, it was a good weekend. We had a, a terrific meeting at, uh, at Eagle Farm. Very competitive meeting. Lots of doubles. Uh, Chris Munts trained a double. Ryan Maloney and Jimmy Orman rode doubles. And we had Talia Fenlon, who's uh, is only a young apprentice. She rode her first Saturday Metro winner last week. And then she backed it up with another one this week for Chris Munts. So that was in race two. She's a rogue winning uh, comfortably there. A couple of the highlights. Uh, the horse we did tip, Captain Fenkel, that won. I thought uh, he was very impressive. Jimmy Orman just jumped him straight to the front. He was never going to get beaten. He just stacked them up in front and was too strong. He's a promising type, and his trainer, Marcus Wilson, suggests maybe the derby might be on the radar for him uh, in the wintertime. So we'll see how he progresses, Captain Finkel. And we had uh, this Team Snowden uh, camp from New South Wales bring up Whiskey to win the first race, and he was too good for the opposition. So probably a couple of horses worth following there. Whiskey will go back to Sydney, I'd say, and mm. Captain Finkel as he rolls forward into the winter carnival. All right, mate, what have we got to look forward to this week? Well, we don't kick off until Wednesday where we race at Eagle Farm. We go to Gatton on Thursday, Rockhampton Friday. Saturday, we race at Doombin as our main meeting. Uh, Aquas Park Gold Coast is back. We're on the poly track this Saturday and the following Saturday. Why is that? And what? then the week Hang after on. that, we return. What, just a little bit more uh, 
TLC for the new grass track. Okay, and we have had a lot of rain on the Gold right. Coast as well, so maybe yeah. it's not a bad move. No, this is all this is all um, program sort of maintenance they were going to do. So uh, just to make sure the track's one hundred percent, which I'm sure it will be, and I'm sure it is. So two weeks of poly then back on the grass on the twenty fourth of Feb. Mm-hmm. Uh, also racing at Townsville up north and Toowoomba in the twilight zone. And then back to the Sunshine Coast to round out the uh, the week on Sunday afternoon. No country cups this week? Uh, no country cups. But we do have a couple of meetings. Miles and Nanango are the two meetings yep. on Saturday. Yep. Miles and Nanango. You've been to both of those spots, I, I've Coast? actually flown into Miles. Got a nice little airport there. Flown into there. Yeah, it's uh, miles from anywhere, isn't it? <laughs> hey. Oh, boom, boom. How good's that? Right, not good at all. The Golden Grey Summer <laughs> Carnival lights up at Albion Park this month with feature racing every Thursday night. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nelson, I'll let you work on your gear and uh, I'll chat to, you, <laughs> chat to you again later this week. I don't know how I could possibly top that. Actually, I can top that. Yes. Something that I mentioned to Paddy and, and Heels was yeah. uh, you would have been aware that Sabalenka won the Australian Open last weekend. Yes. The tennis... Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, a horse called Sabalenka won race six on Saturday at Eagle Farm. So that's a double that'll never be repeated. The Australian Open women's singles into the Gallopers Sports Club Benchmark 68 handicap at Eagle Farm. There you go. What about my horse I've got coming through called Kyrgios? Is that any, uh, we any chance that it, it's a bad joke? I'm going to go. All right. That's, that's oh, sorry. <laughs> not a good way to end uh, the cross. <laughs> Catch you later, Nelson. Thanks, Jase. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. We're about to go for another night. Uh, time for a bushfire update, thanks to Firecoat. Uh, yeah, what have we got? Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. No current bushfire warning. It's been good. Uh, in Queensland at the moment. It's been actually pretty darn good. There's been a lot of moisture around. Muggy, uh, please remember all homes must have a bushfire survival plan in place. So if you know what's going to, if there's one coming, do you know what you're doing? Does your family know what they're doing? Uh, Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings as well. Queensland Fire and Emergency Service. Visit qfes.queensland.gov.au. This community updates thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. How exciting. We are less than two weeks away from trials in the NRL. Can you believe it's come up this quickly? Unbelievable, isn't it? It's happening so fast. Uh, Rat and Sats are back tomorrow night with Sports Day. Have a good one. I'll catch you Wednesday. Goodbye!